Good morning, everybody. All right, good morning, Rabbi Isai. How's everybody doing? Today's shir. I had to read this four times so I could just read it. I don't know why you guys sent me this stuff. In memory of our beloved niece, you know that I get choked up on these things. In memory of our beloved niece, Miri, on her first yard site, who left us at the young age of nine years, eight months, 22 days. May Neshama have an aliyah and this learning bring in a chama to the family. Miriam, Rachel, Bas, Daniel, Shlomo, Tehei, Zichra, Baruch, Cyril, Avram, Meir, and the boys. All right, I made it. Wow. Tough one. Rabbi Isai, in case you're brand new to us, I just want to show you, just remind you. This is what it looked like in the beginning of Masech Shabbos in the Beis Medrash. This is a picture of a uh, hundred guys or so. We had a consistently 70, 80, 90, 100. We had 110 at some point. And now I am transmitting live from my dining room by myself. Sometimes there's a glitch or two. I have to get up out of my seat. We had three tech guys. We had two guys in a booth above directing cameras. We had Merkava on a screen. A guy was following the line so you, could, you don't get lost. Unbelievable. I had a guy sitting right next to me. I'm not going to mention his name. He's on the screen right now. He's our MC. He used to tell me when I made a mistake. Now nah, the guys just let me go. All right, here are a couple of emails. This is from David Osborne from Harnof. Hi, Rebbe Eli. To see you from Shabbos and in hope and prayer for the continuation of this amazing journey with you. Who needs a safari? Every day a new adventure. I just want to say to you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Your undiluted passion, energy, overview, and personal insights into the death and life are sustaining and inspiring to so many of us during this period in history. May we all come out of this kufa strengthened and with an increase, increased rutzen to fulfill the will of the Rebbeinu Shleilam. Amen. Kolto for an appreciative representative of the silent chevra on the Zoom shir, David Osborne Harnoff. There are some silent guys on Zoom, I guess. Saadi Weisenberg from, my name is Saadi Weisenberg from Worcester, Boston. You know, my grandfather was a famous Rav in Boston, Remod Chasevitsky, the Eloi, the leader Eloi. He wrote 12 Svarim. He had correspondence with the Rugged Shover, which was very rare. So my mom is from Boston. I just want to thank you so much for the eight-minute daf. It kept, keeps me alive in this wonderful high-speed bullet train called Daf Yaimi. I've been on sabbatical with much of the rest of the world while learning Masech the Shabbos. Me'ura of Erevin, we shall all be Me'ura in Mabriyos. Continued success with your holy work. Great bracha and atzlacha from Sadia Weisenberg from Boston. We still have time for one more. Manny Braun. Dear Eli, Menachem Braun here. Mendy's first cousin. Mendy, you all know Mendy. I was about to sign up for the Baltimore Seum as I've had this chus to learn the entire Masech Shabbos with you. I cash your food plans for the OU. I've listened to you on Torah anytime or YouTube at all hours of the day and night. I have this chus to volunteer at Camp Extreme with A.Y. Weinberg. Got the call to come to Minnesota, the Shabbos before the seal. And saving these lives is more important than doing the seal. I need to, I need to miss, miss the seal in Baltimore. My chaver, Ramosha Hefter, suggested that perhaps as a chizik for the Bacharim, maybe they can be invited as the 101st location can change their lives. Halavai. I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. I hope he's not, it's not a question, it's an answer. Why not? All right, Rabbi Sai. Today is Eruvin Daf Dalad. We're holding two lines from the bottom.
So we just need some. Uh, what's going on here? What does it? Yesterday we were discussing how much is an ama. Is an ama five tfachim or six tfachim? So according to Abaya, in the name of his Rebbe, of Nachman, he says, it all depends on what we're dealing with. We always want to be machmer. So if we're dealing with the sukkah, typically in a sukkah, two out of three at least, the height of the sukkah, so when we go with more tfachim, it's a kula, and we go with less tfachim, it's a chumrah. We're saying that five tfachim times 20 amas, that's a hundred tfachim, Above that, it's already possible. Whereas if you're going to go with the sixth Tfachim one, that's a Kula. Because now I'm saying 120 Tfachim. I can go all the way up to 120. That's a Kula. So I use the five Tfachim measurement. And when it comes to Klaim, he says, Klaim, since it's a Kula, if I use the five, it's a Chumrah, if I use the six, I have to distance. I cannot plant today. If I only have a certain amount of Amas, 16 Amas, made out of five Tfachim, then I can't plant. So I make a Chumrah. Use the six, you need more distance in order for you to plant wheat together with your vineyard. So it's a chumrah to use the six, so that's why I use six. So it depends. Wherever it's a chumrah, that's the one I use. Virava Mishmeda Rav Nachman, two lines from the bottom. Rava in the name of Rav Nachman, the same Rav Nachman that Abayi mentions. They were both Talmidim of Rav Nachman. How many times in Shas? I don't know. But it must be a hundred times at least, maybe more. Rava Mishmed Rav Nachman. Bay Rava Mirav Nachman. Rava always asks Rav Nachman throughout Shas. So Rava says in the name of Rav Nachman. Kol Amois Ba'amo Bas Shisha. We always use six. Everywhere. Mavoy, Sukkah, Kalayim. Always six. This guy doesn't exist. Ela Halalu Shoychakois. Vahalalu Atsevois. It's whether it's an open fist or a closed fist. Atzevois is sad. Shechakois is happy. When you smile, your lips are open. When you're sad, your lips are closed. So Shechakois is the open version versus the closed version. It's only a difference of one finger, really, in this whole shear. Halalu Shechakois v'halalu Atzevois. I always use the sixth one. Just. When I'm talking about klayim, and it's a chumrah to use open fist because the more, the more chumrah it is for me, so I use the open fist. And when I'm talking about a mavi and a sukkah, I use my closed fist, but it's still six tfachim. Six tfachim closed, six tfachim. Shalom Aleichem, Dr. Epstein. It's great to see Dr. Epstein. Welcome back. We missed you for a little bit. Well, we didn't really miss you. You were pretty much there, but you were gone for seven days. Welcome back. So the Gemara brings a brisa. Seemingly, this brisa goes according to Rava. All Amos. No, Abayi said yesterday that there's some that are five, some that are six. What does it say here? Call Amos. All the Amos, Bashisha, are six. There is no five. So where did, where did Abayi get his five? Ubelvad, Daf, Dalaram I have to remember again. Mordechai. 
Don't make all the amos the same. In other words, some of them are going to be open, some of them are going to be closed. If you're dealing with climb open, more be closed. But they're all six tvachim, not five. Bam kasha on a bay. What does it mean? They shouldn't be exact. Some should be open fisted, some should be closed. You forgot something. You read, it's like fake news. You say what you want to say, and you forget another part that the person said. Well, in that brisa itself, there's another shita. It continues. And it says, Sorry, not yet. So, fake news is soon. Perhaps when it says that all these amas are six, we're talking about climb only. The problem is that it says call, right? Well, there is a safer to this brisa, And in the safer, Reb Shem Gamliel says, all the amas in climb, only in climb, are six. Provided that Klaim has to be open fisted. But if Rabbi Shimgam Liel comes to say something, he's saying something different in the Rashad, in the beginning of the Brisa. And Rabbi Shimgam Liel is talking about Klaim, which would mean that the Rashad is not talking about Klaim, it's talking about everything else but Klaim. It's talking about a sukkah, it's talking about a mother. So therefore, the beginning of the Brisa must be talking about a mother and a sukkah, everything. Says the Gemara, You just mentioned yourself. You gave it away. You gave me the answer, says Abaya. You just mentioned that there's someone called Rabshim Gamliel who says that when it comes to Klaim, it's six Amos. Meaning that when it comes to Mavi and Sukkah, it's five. It's five, five, six Tvachim. And when it comes to Mavi and Sukkah, it's five Tvachim. You gave it away. He holds like me. Abaya is going to go like the Tanakama. I mean, Rav is going to go, what's going on here today? Rav is going to go like the Tanakama. Abaya is going to go like Rav Shem Gamliel. Perfect. There is a Rav Shem Gamliel in that exact Brisa, nowhere else, in that Brisa, at the end, that says exactly what I'm saying. Abaya distinguishes between Kalayim and everything else. He says, when it comes to Kalayim, Planting next to your vineyard, you have to keep a larger distance, so an ama consists of six tvachim. But a mav in a sukkah, where there's a limit to the height, so the less tvachim you have per ama, the more chamer it is, the worse it is for you. So in mav in sukkah we go with the five tvachim. So that goes like Rav Shem doesn't he say that? He says, Rav Shem Oimer, Biklayim, we go with the six tvachim. Only in Klai. I know that, Rav Shem you must say that this Brisa argues that the Reisha, the Tanakama holds Kol Amois, all the Amois of the world, Mavi, Sukkah, Klaim, all consist of six Tvachim. And the Sefer, Rav Shem says, no, Klaim is six, everything else is five. The Rava, what about Rava? Rava says that all Amois of the world are six. Does he say that there's a Machleks in the Brisa? Or perhaps he's going to learn that the Brisa explains itself. The what? L'rava mi'leimetanoi? Isn't a machlagis tanoi? Omalach rover b'shimgem liel ha'osel ashmin amas kelaim lo yitzamzem. 
All he's coming to say, Rib Shingamil, is to add to the Tanakama. Tanakama comes and says, all the Amis of the world consist of six Tvachim. So get rid of this measuring stick, throw it away, we never use it. Just you should know, says Rib Gamliel, that when you're dealing with Kalayim, how far away from a vineyard you can plant your vegetables, you must not only use this yardstick, but you must open up your fingers like this guy over here. Not closed fist, open fisted. So Yomar asks a very good question. If Rabbi Shimon Gamliel is coming to tell you that by Klayim, you have to open up your, your fist, so Iker Chaser Menasefer, then he's missing the point here completely. He says 12 words, and he doesn't even hit the point. And he could have said four words, and he would have been a lot clearer. What does he say? Call Amay Sha'amru Chachamim Biklaim Ba'ama Bas Shisho Bavad Shaloi Yu Mitsumtsamais. All he had to say is Vilema Amas Kilaim Loi Yitzamtsum. When it comes to Klaim, open up your fist. Why is he saying all these extra words when that's not even his point? His point is that when it comes to Klaim, you have to have an open fist, and when it comes to Mavi and Asuka, close your fist. But it's all six Tvachim. Says the Gemara, Ba'amo Bashisho, Lemute Mai, Lav, Lemute, Amas Sukav Amas Mavi. Lechaira, all these extra words, what he's coming to say, when he mentions Kalayim, Kalayim, he's coming to say, but everything else in the world, you use a different measuring stick. You use the measuring stick of five Tvachim. Says the Gemara, Lemute, Amas Yesoid, Va'amas Soivev. So, this is very interesting actually. It's hard to believe. But this is a picture of part of a, the Mizbeach. The Mizbeach and Achayshis, the famous Mizbeach that has the ram. And this is where you do all the Karbanis on. Says the Gemara. We're going to use, when the Torah tells us how tall this Mizbeach is and how wide it is, we're going to use the measuring stick of six Tfachim. Always. Besides, three parts of the Mizbeach. Everything in red Right over here. The rise of the side, the tread of the Saivev, and the entire Karen. Okay? Just very complicated. When you're going, this one Amma, that's the base, the foundation of the Mizbeach, it, we're going to use a five tefach measuring stick. When you go inwards on the Saiviv, that's where the Kayin walks around the Mizbeach and he actually sprinkles some bloods below. There's a Sikra right below here, there's a red line, and these, some blood go below the red line, above the red line. So when I'm measuring this part, I measure it in five Tvachim. And when I measure the Karen, the Karen are f- the four corners have a perfect square. They're Amma by Amma by Amma. Then the Amma that I'm using here is. Five tvachim. But everything else, this height, the, the, the tread over here, the rise over here, the rise, all that is regular six tvachim measuring stick. Says the Gemara inside. That's what Reb Shimon Gamliel is coming to exclude. And one other thing. Says Gemara Lai Lemu'ute Amo Yesoid. The one Amo that is the foundation of the Mizbeach, and the one Amah 
that's the walkway for the Kayan on the, in the center of the Mizbeach, sort of. So there's two Pshatim here, but they mean the same thing. Rashi says that your Amma that we're going to deal with here is five, but there's another Amma that's six, the meaning it's five plus one. Taifach, you add an extra, an extra tefach. And Taisa says, no, the Amma that we're dealing with here is five plus one, which is six. So the Taifach is going on what we're dealing here. Versus, according to Rashi, over here it's five, it's typically five, and sometimes it's, it's different than the one that's six. But the point is that, according to Rashi, the, the Yisoyed and the Soyviv and the Karen are all five tefachim. The Cheiko Amma, Va'ama Roichav, Ugvula Asfasa, the Gemara is going to explain what all these words are. Saviv Zeris Ha'echad, V'zeh Gav Hamizbeach. Says the Gemara. Cheiko Amma, when it says in the Pasuk, Cheiko Amma, Zeh Yisoyed. That's the rise of the Yisoyed, and we're going to use a different measuring stick. One that consists of five Tfachim, not six. Va'ama Roichav, and the width, in other words, the tread that you walk on, not the rise, but the horizontal surface. Zeh Saviv. That's what we go around the Mizbeach. Also, we're going to use the different measuring stick that consists of five Tvachim. Ugvula el Sfasa Saviv. What is the possible referring to? Eilah HaKronos. These are the horns. These are the boxes in the corner of the Mizbeach. That again, we're going to use the five Tefach measuring stick. And what does that refer to? So, in the Heichal, we discussed the Heichal on the first daf of Erevin. There's another Mizbeach called the Golden Mizbeach, the Mizbeach Hazav. It's a very short one compared to the other one, very small. And on this, it's also known as the Mizbeach Akhtaris. And on this Mizbeach, this is in the Heichal next to the Menorah, there's a Shulchan, and this guy. Every day they bring the Akhtaris. This Mizbeach was built with the measuring stick of five Tvachim, not the measuring stick of six Tvachim. That's what Rabbi Shem Gamliel comes to exclude. When he says, Klayim, Klayim, we're using six, but not this Mizbeach, and not the Yisoyed and the Soiviv and the Karen on the other Mizbeach, which is called the Mizbeach and the Chayshis. Nusogia. Now, I want to point something out. This Sogia, we learned exactly a half a year ago to the day. Exactly, and word for word, the entire sugya. Now, uh, yesterday, when was it? A couple days ago, I said that it's not a medrash. I said it's Rav Chaim Shmulevitz, and immediately during Shir, Menachem wrote to me that it's uh, Rav Chaim Velozhiner says it, and the Alshech says it, and then after the Shir, I got from Chaim Kornbluth, and I got from Issi Ben Zaken. Kids are a bunch of people wrote to me. So you got to be careful. The point was that it's an achrain, not a rishain, or not a medrash. So don't quote me on the half a year. I might be off by a day. But it is pretty much exactly a half a year ago. And I had the schos. I mentioned this before. I had the schos of having Yeshua Kohen, Rebbe Yeshua Kohen, otherwise known as Shas Kohen. He wrote a sefer called Kerem Yeshua. Had to learn Shas and memorize it. He's known as probably the... Most bucking Shas today. Just a famous guy that knows Shas. And he lived in my house in Kensington 
for at least a month, I think it was. He, at one point, was married to Stefanski. And we had a lot of characters that uh, passed by my house. And uh, he used to talk to my father a lot in learning, and they used to see who knows Shas better, blah, blah, blah. He told me back in the day, I'll give you one story because I said stories about him, but there was another Eloy called Yisrael Ravnik that used to hang out in my house, and he said, I got Shas Cohen. This he's not going to know. There's a Taisa somewhere in Shas that mentions a certain king, a funny name that nobody ever heard of. One of the Malchai Yisrael, Gedalia ben Achiezer. I don't know, I'm just making He'll never know. So Shaz Kohen comes in and Yisrael Rabin says, Ah, I got you. Where does it say this king in Shaz? So he tells him, You want one place, two places, or three places? Where do you want it? And he tells him, Megillah daf nun dalid, minus 50 times 3010, divided by 2 plus 1. That's how you used to do it. And you, you have to take out a calculator. And that's where it is in Megillah. And then he told him, Megillah, Nida, that. Fine. He told me, I don't know if it's true, you can check it out, that Shaz basically is repeated twice. Like, every sugi you're going to have twice. So if you learn 50% of Shaz, basically you learn Shaz. We have to know where that 50% is. It's all over the place, scattered everywhere. So here's a sugya that we had word for word in Brachas Daf Mem Aleph. Omer Rebchia Barashi, Omer Rav, besides these words, Shiurin, Chatzitzin, Umechitzin, Halacha, Lemoshim, Messina. When it comes to all the Shiurim in the Torah, let's say, yeah, Exactly, with the day, like on the day? 182 days ago. And a year is 365. Okay, I'm off by half a day. Great. I thought I was off by two days. I, I didn't like want to sit there with the calculator. I thought I was off by two days because, but okay, 182. Great. I could count the Rabdavid for the exactness. Says the Gemara, When you have, we're talking about Shurim, says Rashi, let's say, Chelev, Dam, Pigol, Moisar, Shurim. How much? Kazayas, the Revius, all these Shurim, Halacha Moshim Sinai. Doesn't say anywhere in the Torah, Revius. Kishbaruch told Moshe Rabbeinu at Har Sinai, this is exactly the Shur. You should know. So he gave it to him orally to him. But it's Halacha Moshim Sinai, very powerful. It's not a Doraisa, it's not a Mephush in the Torah, but it's second close. Chatzitin, the halacha of Chatzitin, when you go into a mikvah, you can't have anything touching your skin. The water, has to, every, the water has to be perfectly on your body. You can't have any blood, ink. You're here, we're going to discuss. Halacha Mishmasin. Mechitin, Mechitzos, like a sukkah, needs to be. Tantfachim, all these things of Mechitza. Halacha Mishmasin. As the Gemara, Shiur in the Raisahu, what are you talking about? Why are you telling me that a Shir, Revius, Kazayas, all these things are Allah I have a Mufurusha Pasik that talks about it. Dirsiv. I'll pull this out. You'll remember the, the, the Sugya from Brachas. Remember this chart? Very proud of it. Eretz, Chita, Usaira. We were learning then the Sugya. That there's two parts of the Pasuk when it starts over again. Eretz Zeis. Over here it's Eretz Chita. So the count starts all over again. So you got one, two, three, four, five, one, two. That means that an olive, if you eat an olive, it, the bracha comes before barley because it's number one in the second part of the Pasuk. It's more important than number two in the beginning of the Pasuk. Remember? That was the Sugya. But in that Sugya, we learned all this. 
These are the seven minim, the shivas haminim of Eretz Yisrael. These are the foods. And from each one, we're going to learn another halacha. So, Eretz Chito Usaira, Vigoymer, finish the Pasuk. This Pasuk tells us different types of shiurim. Chito, look at the snan, maybe you should say Balpeh. The halacha is if a person walks into a house that has tsaras all over the walls, he becomes tummy immediately. If he's carrying his clothing in his hands, then the clothing becomes tummy immediately. But since the Pasuk says, If you eat in the house, then you have to wash your clothes. Meaning, if you're wearing clothes, your clothes do not become tummy immediately. You have to eat. But you don't have to eat, says the Gemara. You have to be there long enough to eat a meal. What does that mean? What's a meal? Some people eat for one minute. Some people eat for three hours. What's a meal? So the halacha is, you eat a half a loaf of bread. However long it takes you to eat a half a loaf of bread, half a loaf of bread equals four eggs, four kibbeitzim, but not just bread. Easy to eat bread. Wheat bread, not barley bread. Leaning with some butter, with some shmirachs, it goes down quickly. That's how long. If you could stay in a house that long, then the clothes you're wearing, and the shoes you're wearing, the ring you're wearing, they all become tummy. It's a, it's a very interesting halacha. You walk in, nothing becomes tummy. You can walk right out, your, your clothing didn't become tummy. Chavis begadav is only if you, if you eat or you're there long enough for a meal. So this is the shear of wheat because the bread has to be that of wheat. Says the Gemara, if you walk in the house of the and his clothing are on his shoulders, and he's holding his clothing in his hand, his ring is in his hand. Because anything that walks into the house becomes tummy immediately. However, but if he's wearing his clothing, and his ring is on his finger, not just holding it in his hand, oh, we're going to have a problem. It says, you know, people who had rings, okay, fine, different discussion, different time. So, he himself becomes tummy immediately, but the clothing are not tummy unless he's there for the time that it takes to eat a half a loaf of bread. Basically, today it's two sandwiches, four slices of bread. We say a slice of bread today, like from the store, is about a kibetza. So four of those, four slices of bread with a little peanut butter and jelly, you know, something, some schmear in there. What he's using is wheat bread, not barley bread. Even those days it was harder to eat that whole wheat stuff, you know, that healthy stuff, not that. Mesav, you're leaning like on Pesach, and you're eating it with something that makes the bread go down easier, some sort of malafet, like a butter kind of thing. What do you do with soira? What does barley come to teach us? Barley. Soira disnan, etzem kisoira. If you have, now check this out, I have uh, hands on display here. Wow, worked out beautifully. Beautiful. I don't know if you can see. This is an olive. Now this is just for demonstration purposes only because the olives, the, the shear of olive is even greater. But I don't know if you could see, there's actually a tiny piece of barley right there on it. Here you go. Boom. So that's the difference between a piece of barley and an olive. Tremendous difference. This olive is probably 20 times the size of a kernel of barley. But at any rate, it tells us that if you have a kernel of barley, you can't even see it. If you have a kernel of barley, Etzim kisoira, from a dead person, a bone the size of a barley. Mitama bimago, 
So if I were to touch that barley, I become tummy. But not only that, bimasa. If I lift it like this, I'm not touching it at all. I'm touching a plate that has barley, that has a bone. I go like this, I'm tummy. That's the, a very small shear of a barley. However, in order to create tumah that spreads throughout the whole room and whoever enters the room becomes tame, that I need the greater shear of an olive. Okay, so the Torah tells me, barley, what's barley? Etzim kisaira. Gefen, kidei, reviz yain lenazer. As I was sending out the 8-minute daf last night, it was about 12, I realized that when I, was, when I said it over, I missed this wine. At 1 out of 7, I just missed. And then I, I felt really bad, but I was also thinking to myself, all you guys that sent in videos, at least 90 people sent in videos, at least you got a little bit of a feel what I have to go through. Take one, take two, 8 minutes worth. You know how many things you forget? You in your one minute, you probably had, I don't think anybody had a one-take thing and that was it. Akoponim, so you felt my tzara. It's good. That's, I gave you an exercise to feel it. What does grape mean? Grape stands for, and I got to say this again because I missed it in the eight-minute daf. Gefen, wine, revius. Of wine is what a Nazar drinks in order to get Malchus. If he drinks a whole Revius, he gets Malchus. Why wine? Rashi and Brachas tells us over there. Wine is thicker, so it's actually more. It, could, it, could, it goes over the edges without falling over the edges, whereas water is less. Ta'ina, we're turning to the Abdaladam with Bays, sponsored by Shia Greenfield from Green Star Electrical Contracting. Ta'ina, Kigreg Geres, Leitzai Shabbos. We just Finish Mesech the Shabbos. And by the way, uh, you know, I didn't want to scare you when I told you yesterday. This is a continuation of Mesech the Shabbos. So don't say, oh, it's so hard. It's a continuation of Shabbos. If you went through Shabbos, you go through Erevin and it's beautiful stuff. Most of the Mesech that deals with Haitzah, carrying from Rishos to Rishos, domain to domain, how much do you need to carry in order to be over a dried fig's worth? So that's why you have a fig in the Torah. Next is the pomegranate. What's a pomegranate? If you have a kli, let's say a wooden kli, and it has a hole in it, a small hole, so the guy's not going to throw it out. We're talking about in time of the Gemara, these things were very expensive, hard to make, so I'll use it for the next size food. It, the hole gets larger, I'll use it up until a pomegranate. Pomegranate is the end, that's it. Even, no matter how desperate you are, if you have a hole in your, in your pot the size of a pomegranate, that's it, you're done, you're going to throw it out. Now why does it say balabatim? Because that's a private individual, says Rashi. But if you own a store and you're selling this, even if it has a very small hole, you're going to toss it because you can't sell something that has a hole in it. So the shear of a remind, once the kli has a shear of a pomegranate, it no longer has tumma. So let's say this kli, a sheritz touched it, but now there's a big gaping hole in it that you're going to throw it out. It's garbage. Once it's garbage, then it loses all tumma. It no longer carries Tumah. Eretz Zeishemen, what do I do with oil? Eretz Shekol Shireh Kazeisim. Every single shear is a Kazayis. As the Gemara, Kol Shireh Sokodaitach, we just finished saying that there are other Shiurim. Vaika Hanida Amaron, Elo, Emo Eretz Shireh Kazeisim. Most. 
Dam Chelev Noiser Pigol Basar. We just said Oil Ames is all Kizaisim. That's Kizais, Kizais, Kizais Matzah, right? Most Shiurim are Kizais. Dvash, what's funny? It says Rashi. If you look at Rashi, called Dvash or Omer Batoira Dvash Tmarim. Anytime the Torah mentions honey, it's not the honey we're familiar with, it's the honey from dates. So what does honey mean? The Torah doesn't say dates. The Torah says honey. But honey means dates. How much are you chayv when you eat on your kipper? You break your fast on your kipper? You chayv when you eat the size of a date. So, we just said the whole pasuk. What's the question? Well, the question is, it's a pasuk. Why are you telling me that Tiurim is Allah HaMashim Sinai when we just read a whole Pasuk? These are all Shiurim that are mentioned in a Pasuk. Says the Gemara, I'll answer you. Where in that Pasuk does it mention anything about a Revius, a Kezayis? It's talking about fruit. It's telling you how beautiful Eretz Yisrael is. has the best fruit in the world. You made some sort of connection to Shiurim. But it's not what it says in the Torah. Elohilchasaninu. It happens to be all these shiurim, like I started off. Once Rabbanon knew about, they found out that there's something called shiurim, so they took a pasuk in the Torah and they supported that with the pasuk. But I'm not going to ask you questions from the pasuk. It's not that the pasuk tells it to me. The pasuk just helps me out with this idea. And we've had it many times in Shas. You learn an idea from, from Allah and you find some remnant, so to speak, from the Torah. Chatzitzin, next thing. Rav continues. Chatzitzin, or Chatzitzas, says Rav, Allah HaMashim Sinai. That's the Gemara, not true. Chatzitzin, the Raisinino, it's a Mephorosh Apostle, the Chsev, Verachas, it's called Besaroi, Bamayim. What's the Pasuk exactly? Vishki Seisim, Imenu Shikhvazera. Verachas, Bamayim, it's called Besaroi. You have to put that word Bamayim in there. That what? The Torah tells us that you have to put your body, Besaroi, your entire body, into water. You can't have a chatzitza. You can't have anything separating you from the water. What else do I learn from this pasuk? So, we don't need the rest of the pasuk, but it's just for fun. We're going to continue. I don't need a mayon. I don't need spring water. I could go with water gathered in a mikvah. What I learned that you have to put your entire body. When you go into the mikvah, your entire body has to be able to be devoured, so to speak, from, by the water. You have to be in the water completely. How much is that water? So we know the shear is 40 saw. So how do I get it? If I have one amma by one amma, by three ammas, that's a total of the shira chachamim, me mikvah, arbaim saw. 40 saw, approximately 200 gallons. I once had a 200-gallon fish tank. It's not that big. It looks almost like a bathtub. I know it's a little larger than a bathtub, but it's sort of like the size of a, a large bathtub, a nice-sized bathtub. When I learned in Tifrach, I don't know if they still have it, probably not, but the mikvah there was a staircase. That's it. They built a staircase in the ground, and that, there's, no wall, there's nothing, nowhere to go. You just go downstairs, that's your mikvah. So it's not that much. It's 200 gallons. Yitzrich Hilchasa Lesare. Says the Gemara, so why are you telling me Allah HaMashim Sinai? Chatzitza is Allah HaMashim Sinai. Chatzitza is in Pasuk. We just read a Pasuk. It says in the Pasuk, you cannot go into a mikvah if you have something on your skin. Call Basarai. Bamayim Basarai. Says the Gemara, okay. 
The Aruch HaMashim Messina comes to talk about the here. The what? One hair tied together creates a chatzitza. Three hairs, in other words, if I tie one hair together, there's no way the water can get into every part of the hair. So that's a chatzitza. If I take three hairs and I tie them together, the water is going to sneak in and touch every part, every surface of the hair. I just want to stop here for a second and, and point something out. If one hair is tied, it creates a chatzitza. Does that mean you have to go back to the mikvah and tevil again? Absolutely not, because it's only one hair. Well, if you take one hair and you do it again and again and again to 50,000 of your hairs, because a human being has approximately 100,000 hairs on his head, you have to get to the rive. You have to get to 50,000 and one here. So if you did... <laughs> okay, for those of you on YouTube who didn't see who asked the question, that's my buddy, I'm not even going to mention his name, but he's very bald. Great. Good gesagt. Okay, but typically speaking... <laughs> I'm just, I just want to, I want to make it dramatic. How do I get to a chatzitza by tying one here? You have to tie that one here times 50,000. You have to be bored out of your mind. It'll take you six years to do so. It's 50,000 years. Fine. By the time you tie all that, half of them fall out, and you have to start over again. Givaldic. If you weren't here then, so Noam and Avi were both on the screen. They got me a present for the Sima Masechus Brachas. And what was it? Advertisements on the buses going through Rabbi Chemesh. And thanks to them, till this very day, I walk into the office and the guy says, Ah, you're the guy that advertised yourself on the bus. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Noam. Thank you. And, and they don't, nobody, nobody advertises on these buses. So the buses are still going. I just saw the bus yesterday. It's going and going. It's the gift that never stops. So me, as a rush, I don't know what I was thinking. I was, I was kind of like, were they trying to be funny? I, I didn't know. They were trying to help me get more people for the... So I, like, like, I, I took their pictures, blew it up to... I don't know, it was 40 feet wide, huge. And I, I made an advertisement for hair transplant. It was, it, was, it was Purim. It was the day before. I did it for Purim on my porch and whatever. That was my nakama for them. It wasn't very nice. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's crazy. I don't know how they still talk to me. But they're able to joke around about it. Great. So, One is definitely a chatzitza. Three is definitely not a chatzitza. Two is a suffix. The bottom line is that this halacha, to tell me that you tie one is a chatzit, halacha Moshe Messina, Moshe Rabbeinu got it from, from Kodesh Baruch himself. Says the Gemara, sorry, what are you talking about? That's also a pasuk about here. The Sanya of Rochetz is called Besaroi, S, and Rabbi Repesin has S, a whole Sefer, S in Shabbat Torah, each S in the Torah, he wrote it together with his 13 year old son. Rochetz is called Besaroi, it's a Tavol of What's tuffle? Something that's extra, that's not really part of your, what's not part of your body, but your body, you're here. It's tuffle. So you see, it is a pasuk. Okay, nice chart here. Hopefully you'll understand it. Very simple, actually. Oh, it's hard to read. The top one says, In order for a chatzitza to occur, you need two things. One, rubai. Two, makbid. Meaning, I need a combination of two things. I need it to be the majority of, Rashi says, your hair. 
We're not talking about a body now, we're talking about the hair. So again, if a person has a hundred thousand, if a person, not all people, if a person has a hundred thousand hairs, you have to have ruba, you have to have fifty thousand and one hairs that are, now, not dafka tied, they could be full of blood. Oh, Somebody just put, Yosef just put the advertisement on Zoom. If you look at Yosef's thing, you'll see that. Uh, should I show it? Hold on a second. Why not? YouTubers, hold on. There you go, in the middle of the share. It's really Bornstein from Lakewood is laughing at me right now. <laughs> My market share gets up and shows the transplant thing. All right, we're best friends. So, you need two things. You need ruboy and makbid, meaning for 50,000 and one, or somebody spilled ink all over your head, more than half the majority, and makbid. I don't want it on. It's disgusting. Get it off me. I need to take a shower. If you say you're makbid, you don't want it, and it's right, those two things together. What if you have one? Most of you here is full of blood. I love it. I love the look. You show off to people, you go outside, and you tell, look, half my head is full of blood. You're not makbid. So Midarai says, it's not a chatzitza. Rabbanan say, one out of the two is enough. So Rabbanan come along and they say, chatzitza Rabbanan, either rubai or makbid. That's it. Okay? That's the whole shtick here. There's one, one small step. Let's see it inside. So the halacha of is going to tell us this halacha. They need rubai and makbid. That's the halacha of Mashiach Sinai. Kiesa yechaz al rubai lemudim and makbid shayim and makbid. Ukid Rav Yitzchak, Dom Rav Yitzchak. By Torah rubai and makbid alav chaytzet minat Torah. You need both rubai, roiv, and makbid. Ushayni makbid alav. And if you don't care about it, any chaytzet. Because we're all rubai, shayni makbid mishum rubai and makbid. Come chachamim, they say. One out of the two is enough. I make halacha that if you do, you have blood, ink, or you're crazy enough to tie 50,000 of your hairs, I'm going to be making zera, even though you don't care about it. You come from Jamaica, wherever, these things are normal, that's what you do, and you don't, it's actually great for you, you're not makbid, I'm going to say it's a chatzitza. Even if you don't care, I'm going to make it a chatzitza. Because of the combination of the two of them together. So each one, I'm going to make exera. If you're makbid, I'm going to make exera that it's asr, that's a chatzitza, even though it's not raiv. And if it's raiv, even though it's not makbid, I'm going to make exera. One out of the two. It's just a lot of words that are confusing, but the concept is very simple. Midaraisi you need two, midarabana one out of the two. The ligs are nami, oh, ask the Gemara, why don't I make exera of miut? And not Makbid. Neither of these two. If Rabbana made a Xerah on one, we should continue the Xerah and say, none. You have a miut and you're not Makbid. Why? Because maybe you'll come to do one of the Rabbanans. But the Rabbanan is Xerah to the Dairaisa. So it's two steps removed. So you never make a Xerah to a Xerah. It's the minority of your hair, and you don't even care. One or two hairs, that's it. One or two hairs are tied. So I should make Xerah. Why should I make Xerah? Because maybe you'll come to confuse it with one of the Rabbanans. Uh, but the Rabbanan itself is Xerah. So it's Xerah to Xerah. It's two steps removed. 
I should make gzera on a miut that you know, I don't care about because maybe you'll come to confuse it with a miut that I do care about. Inami mishum buboi she'eni makbit, or you'll have the majority that you don't care about. Says Gemara, he goof gzera. This part, the middle part, is gzera. So how can I make gzera to gzera to a deraisa? Fine. That's the end of that sogya. So what does the halacha mishmasina tell me? That you need rubai makbid and midrabaran. They said just rubai or just makbid. Mechitza is the Why are you telling me that all walls are halacha mishmasina? It's the deraisa domamar or in tisha the kaparis tefach harikan asara. So Rashi explains beautifully. Hakush Baruch says, "I will never come down to this world." But we see that Hakush Baruch spoke on top of the Arayin. So we must say that ten Tvachim above the ground, the, the height of the Arayin, is where a new Rishus begins, a new domain. So Akash Baruch could go to that domain, but he won't go into this world. Oh, so if that's another domain, so Mechitza that separates, divides, the height is ten Tvachim. Says the Gemara, but it's a Deraisa. I learned it from the Arayin, which is a Pasuk, not Halacha Mishimisina. Rabbi Yehuda says, well, a whole different shita. When it comes to building things, the base of I use the measuring stick of six tfachim. Amas kalim, ba'amo bas chamisha. What is the arayin? Arayin is a kli. It's something I can move around. So I'm going to use the measuring stick of five tfachim. So if I take one and a half amos, which the Torah tells me, times five is how much? Seven and a half plus one tefach of the kapayrus, I'm left with eight and a half tefachim. Eight and a half tefachim is not enough. We want to get to ten tefachim. That's why, according to Rabbi Yehuda, it's Allah Mishmasinai. But according to Rameir, that says I'm using a six, a six tefach measuring stick. So how much is one and a half times six? Nine. Plus one tefach for the kapayrus is ten. Perfect. That's how I know. So if, according to him, I don't need Allah Mishmasinai to tell me ten tefachim. According to Ramey, that all the Amis were the, the medium ones, we'll discuss why it's called medium a different time. But there's six Tfachim, Michael and Maymar. That's it for today. That the Halacha Moshe Messina tells us the famous Halacha of Lavud, that anything within three Tfachim is considered closed up. Yesterday we had. If you have a skylight in the middle and you have schach, I can use the ceiling as part of the schach, even though it's almost four amas, a little less than four amas. Whereas if I use metal rods in my schach, it would make my schach puzzle. I know, but I want to, okay, fine, call it whatever you want. The point is, I could sit here, it doesn't make my sukkah puzzle. Why? Because I have a crooked wall. Okay, different child, are you allowed to sit underneath it or not? Different time. Good aches basically means that if I have a ceiling, halachic I could go downwards, we're going to discuss it in this mesechta, or asik I could go upwards. I have invisible walls that, that finish off a surface, that go down or up. These are all halacha, lemoish, and mesinai. Have a wonderful day. A few people just asked about the video, so I'll just say very quickly, if you haven't sent it in yet, you can still send it in, but we can't promise that it's going to make it into the video. He's very overwhelmed, very, very overwhelmed. Also, if it's a, not a good one, don't send it. If it's good, send it. Nah, just kidding. Send, send. We'll see. We'll try to, 
We'll, we'll do it by ourselves without an editor. We'll just throw it on if we have time. Just, just uh, we're already holding at three hours, so this might go to four, four or five hours. We're voice saying, nah, it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be amazing. Go, go ahead, Noam. Good morning, Rabbi Isai. Joey, how you doing, Joey? I haven't seen you in a while. England, right? Shalom Aleichem. Michael Kaplan, Shalom Aleichem. Levy Friedman. Oh, Levy, did you hear? My wife won braces. Levy, you're pushing my wife uh, to, to put into the Chinese auction. She won braces. Lazi needs braces, so it's perfect. 5,000 shekel, why not? Can you use it? I'm in Kailo, my friend. I'm in Kailo. Beautiful. My wife has mazel. The first thing I realized when she, when she married me, she has mazel. But then afterwards, she won a bunch of Chinese auctions. So I don't put in anymore. I just, she puts in. You, you guys, you can't talk? Hold on. Oh, I didn't realize. Hold on. I'm mute. All right. There you go. Fosh Lehmer, Fosh Lehmer, he was, he was on, he was, he was watching the shir last night, so I, I think he's okay, he's just in the hospital, but he I should. I want to let you know, I actually came on tonight, when I get to Misham on, I haven't seen that part of the yard time tonight, because I have to mention that, Moshe Ben Menachem. Moshe Ben Menachem? The yard time is tonight, tomorrow, yeah. All right, then Shabbat should have an aliyah. Arya, where are you from? Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn, New York, you going to one of the siyumim? Look it up, look it up on uh, Merkaz Daf Yomi. Merkaz with the C. There's a hundred locations there. Some of them are in Brooklyn. I hope. Yeah, there's a, there's a big one in... Uh, uh, Shmucky Gutman on my screen is right next to you. He's, he's throwing a big party. Check him out. He might be tapped out already. I don't know. Famous people are flying in from around the world to go to see him. You're not tapped out? You're good? You're just shaking your head, Shmucky. What did you say? Oh, Givaldi. Zagizon. I know, but listen, we, we can't focus on Baltimore and Brooklyn. We gotta we gotta make sure that the other guys are, are up and running. Ignore ignore these guys. Ignore them. Ignore them. They're good. They 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 they, they know what they're doing. Now, jump on top of the other guys. Make sure that the other guys have siyumim. Ramat B'chemish is starting to fall apart. This guy has COVID. This guy is leaving on vacation. This guy that, you know? Got to make sure that, that, we, that the rest of the locations are good. I need to, I make, make sure nobody eats breakfast. Nobody eats breakfast. Okay. So what did you decide with the steaks? 34 or 64? 32 or 64? 
So why don't you do both? Make a pshara. Do both. So, uh, official, how big are your steaks? Um, they're about a pound. A pound? 16 ounce. He, he's making a joke here. Everybody's like, he's joking around here. He's talking about 32, and he's telling me 16. Ah, I know, but in terms of chashivas wise, the thickness, you know what I'm saying? Nobody's going to eat that 64 ounce steak, but it looks good on the plate. There was a group of like 15 guys who mostly Shabbat of Shabbat Mavorkin would always get uh, to from Karen Biyadna to the El Gautas in Ramat Gan. That was the first one. That's the one we go to. That's the one everybody goes to. The one in Ramat Gan. The one next to Nebrak, no? Yeah, that's a big, that's a good place. But by the way, you can't you can't compare a steak that they sell in in, in Algacho to what the official does. It's uh, two different worlds. They're getting their meat from uh, Spain, and he's getting his meat from America. It's a whole different world. Shloimi Yishkoyach, Shloimi, I see you're on. Beautiful surprise. I love it. Thank you so much. What, he got he got a video from Rib Y.Y. Jacobson. Beautiful. The whole star-studded uh, lineup we got going. Noam, you saw that video from uh, Rib Y.Y.? It's good stuff. It was only two minutes, two and a half minutes. It's perfect. Why? It's only two and a half minutes. What time what? 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock Israel time. Daddy Kornbluth, Shalom Aleichem. It's so good to see you. How are you doing, How you doing? With the Belzerov and the, the Satmirov? Oh, that's right, the stipler. Really? Who? Your mother? Her neshama should have an aliyah. That's so interesting because you know the Litvaks won't do say tachnun on the on the stipler's yard side, but the Hasidim they'll take the Litvish gadol and they'll make him into any any excuse not to say tachnun. Crazy. <laughs> They love to say it. that. Well, look at Reb Chaim Kanievsky. What's Reb Chaim Kanievsky? Yeah, no, the stipler did wear Strymel once a year, I think it was, on his father's yard side. He came from Hornet Stipel. But he was, uh, he was a pretty big Litvak, I think. 
Look at his son. His son is Rebchaim Kanievsky. Uh, just whatever. Oh, that's right. Shkoyach, thanks for reminding me. Wow. Uh, sorry. Oh, we could cut it out. We could cut it out.